0: Well, welcome to another episode of O-Faces. We are your hosts, Mr.
1: and Mrs. Milka.
0: I feel like it's been
1: forever. I feel a little scratchy. Not like my body's scratchy. With the microphone? <laughs> like the microphone's a little scratchy.
0: Yeah, get that off your leg, that's why.
1: Okay, oh yeah, maybe.
0: Yes, you're touching the cords. So are oh.
1: kill my drink here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't
0: kill your drink, baby. Don't kill your drink. All right, all right, all right. Like we said, welcome back to Old Faces. Uh, Mrs. Mocha is actually here with me today, even though she's been uh, trying to avoid me lately.
1: How have I been avoiding you?
0: Well, you made me go to Splash by myself. I had to do two podcasts alone. Wah. Thank God we had somebody step up and...
1: Say my name twice. <laughs> yeah, had,
0: but that's okay. You know, everybody told me in Splash that they didn't need you there anyways
1: the text messages i received were a different answer. Really? That's fine if that makes you feel better, Mr. Moka.
0: It makes me feel better about myself.
1: Listen, i have to say that yeah. i'm i'm very proud of the way you handled yourself.
0: You guys hear that vodka in the cup?
1: I feel like we're ex- like the microphones are like extra sensitive today. Like i can hear your pants scratching. Yeah, me too. I'm tr- oh,
0: because the mm-hmm. mic my- Cords touching my leg. Sorry about the noise, guys. It's Mrs. Mocha's fault. She set everything up today, and she set it up real sloppy-like.
1: First of all, you didn't tell me what to do with the cords. Um, This is not my job. Just like you tell me shit is not your job. This is not my job.
0: I never say that.
1: You say that quite frequently. That is
0: true,
2: I do.
1: Karina is on, and she can attest to how often you tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about, Karina.
0: <laughs> Don't be trying to make me look bad in front of pu- in public. So, uh, oh look, we got Blushing Vixen on. Always nice to see here. I got to meet her in person, baby.
1: Um, we met her in person a few months ago, but I um,
0: I got to hug her okay. and squeeze her amazing.
1: Did you touch her butt? Oh yeah. That's really kind of makes me a little jelly.
0: You should be jealous.
1: Not even close.
0: And I got to make out with her a little bit. She's one
1: of the slut sisters. She can, she's got rights.
0: I'm glad she has rights. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm planning on taking full advantage of my rights next time I see her.
1: Well, I mean, maybe I should ask her. Like,
0: She's already said I can have some.
1: Oh, well, that was nice.
0: So what's the topic today, baby?
1: Um, what did we say? Oh, the importance of staying connected while in the lifestyle.
0: You forgot what it is. That is not connection.
1: Um, well, we can't. <laughs> it was last minute. <laughs> uh,
0: so it's, uh, that's your, that's your, your device vibrating. I put mine on I'm, silent it's because you verbally, you verbally abuse me every time I don't put mine on silent. So. All right.
1: Well, you can't always get on to me about things.
0: I got, you know, I got to get in where I can. So the importance of staying connected—that's um, going to make noise. The importance of staying connected—that's something that um, I told you's going to make noise. You just don't trust me. If you hear some feedback, it's because Mrs. Mocha's playing with her playing with buttons over here.
1: I'm trying to do something. Give me like two seconds. Just talk for a second. All
0: right. <laughs> so um, this is probably one of the when it comes to you know making a decision to be in a lifestyle. Uh, being connected is the most important thing. Uh, some people decide to get into the lifestyle because they think it's going to be a fix. It is not going to be a fix. Um, I think for us. In my opinion, you shouldn't get into to the lifestyle if you don't already have a connection. And. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry we're so distracted today
0: Her, the the dog came down he's eyeballing us and sneezing because his usual spot is covered by a bunch of my equipment so he's he's Poor offended new right now
1: Poor new pup.
0: he wants us to move stuff out of his way
1: come on, come over here
0: but we digress uh lifestyle and connection um when we speak to couples that's that's always probably one of the biggest things, you know, and the connection has to be, be strong because when you're trying to, you know, make a decision to allow other people into your relationship and it doesn't matter what, what area of the lifestyle ecosystem you reside in, you know, if you have a partner, you know, being connected to that person is a big deal. Uh, One of the conversations that um, myself and I think um, a couple of bulls had, You know, one of the guys is saying, oh, it's the guy, you know, the bull's responsibility to make sure that, you know, he doesn't make someone's wife fall in love with him. And it's like, listen, if my wife can fall in love with another dude, then, you know, he put the work in and he earned it.
1: But I think there's um, there. We've actually probably talked about this before, but there were a few times where Mr. Mocha and I were at a disconnect only because of like life and not because we were having issues because of just like we had kids stuff and we had vanilla life stuff and we just weren't like doing enough together um that we would get at a disconnect and I would have to not I there were a few times I just didn't play with other males because I I was almost afraid that I would look for the attention he wasn't giving me from someone else I knew I wasn't gonna like leave him but doesn't mean that I didn't that wasn't a thought in my mind, and that's just being completely like one hundred percent honest. Are you mad now, bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i
0: mean i i I still no matter what i feel like if if another person other another man or another woman could come in and 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 take my place or if another woman could step in and take her place, then I don't think that, you know, it was really meant to be, you know, because I think that that's how strong our connection. And, I, and I've told, told my wife that many a times, you know, <clears throat> I don't believe there is a person that can make me not want to be with my wife, you know? So, and I think that has to do with our connection.
1: And I don't, there's no one that would, that can make me want what I was trying to say. There's no one that can make me want to leave you, but I also don't, the, the things that I expect or want from you, I don't want to seek at, from someone else because I think there's there are quite a few couples that actually that's where they uh, they uh, what's the best way to say it that's where they they get disconnected is because they they search for that in another area. But there are some things in lifestyle that you can say for your spouse, <laughs> and not even being an asshole, just you know. Like, Mr. Mocha and I, we don't, it's not really a, a rule, but I'm not really fond of him, like, cuddling up with somebody. Because I feel like there's not a lot that we save for each other. So, I kind of like that we have that for each other. Like, our, our connect isn't necessarily sex. It is, but it's not. You know, like, we like having sex with each other, obviously, but. you. Yeah. But that's not our intimacy. Is that Mm -hmm. the best way to put it?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I definitely don't think that sex equals intimacy because, I mean, we've had sex with lots of people, you know, and I haven't been intimate with lots of people. No. So I definitely agree with that part. Um, And I do understand what you say when it's like, okay, if we're not connecting, I don't want to you don't necessarily want to deal with someone else that's going to make you feel the way that I'm supposed to make you feel. I yes. mean, I guess I can understand that. Yeah. Um, But I think that's where that connection comes in and, you know, in a lifestyle, once you've been in it for so long in any relationship, whether it's a husband and wife, you know, friends,
1: just partners, parent,
0: anyone, there's always going to be, a time when there's a disconnection, especially, you know, for us, you know, we operate in a real world together. We have life things that we do. And you know, we got kids, we've got bills, we have a lot of stuff. And oftentimes, <clears throat> you know, we're not really we're not the really argue and fight type of couple, but, you know, when we had a house full of children, I mean there was we were always doing something with the kids, taking the kids to jujitsu, taking the kids here, you know, doing this, doing that and by the time the day was over we had very little time and then you know that you know one time a month that we could do something lifestyle you know that's when things were kind of
1: that's when i would get insecure
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's because we didn't doing the during our day to day we just we went 4 weeks of not intentionally disconnecting but you know you you want to spend in just, you know, a couple hours together, you know, during the day. And so when we spend those couple of hours together, you know, half the time just talking about the children, talking about the bills, talking about the dog. Mm-hmm. You know, we get in the bed, you know, we have good sex. But, you know, when we had the kids in the house, you know, we had to fuck like uh, ninjas, ninjas. You know, but,
1: you know, I heard from a good marriage counselor at one point in time that you should always date each other. Mm -hmm. And if you stop dating each other, then that can be a disconnect. I mean, and I don't think that we weren't um, dating each other, but I think people get comfortable and they stop getting to know each other because as you grow, you as a couple, you you can grow to grow apart or grow together.
0: And you definitely evolve. You Mm -hmm. change,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: who you are, who we were when we first met each other, you know, as opposed to who we were when we moved in together and then who we were. You know, once we merged the families and who we were as we, you know, everything grew, whether it be our finances, all, all of those things, they they change who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody told me once that you are a sum total of every person and every experience that you have. So, you know, you're constantly every day It's kind of like, you know, the body sheds dead skin cells and renews them. You know, every time you interact with new people, every time you share new experiences, you're really, you know, building upon the person that you are. And the most important thing in the lifestyle is to make sure that you're building upon who you are as a team. And it's very, very easy to wind up, you know, kind of building in opposite directions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, so that's where I mean,
1: even down to just like, I guess the connect for me at one point in time was like, shit, can you just sit down with me? Because Mr. Mocha will fixate on shit and it's not an intentional like he doesn't intentionally ignore me but he'll fixate on stuff and i have to say like daddy like fuck just come sit down <laughs> please like and he and he'll realize like that's just i don't i mean like i don't feel that's like i require needs. a lot yeah i just want you to just sit next to me like last night when you got home like you mm-hmm. just sometimes we both don't even know that that's what we need and then we're both frustrated with each other and don't know why we're frustrated with with each other but then we freaking netflix and not even chill and we feel better because we watched you know eight hours of the sandman yeah yeah <laughs> you know? i mean sat
0: still didn't do anything. and that that for me i know you know i've always been like that since she's known me i start working and i just get lost in whatever i'm doing and so it's easy to create that disconnect. So now how does that how does that spill over into the lifestyle? I think that when couples become disconnected, you know, lifestyle couples become disconnected, that's when you run into those insecurities. That's when you know you find that you're not on the same page even when you're out doing things. You know, when we when we're connected and we're we're firing on the same cylinders, you know, we can almost communicate without words because we've been talking and we've been, you know, fantasizing together. We've been dating each other. We've been, you know, very, our, our sexual desires and everything are are really interwoven. But then in those times in our relationships where we were just busy and, you know, we were coming together to have sex, but you know, the fun stuff where we're talking it was about
1: like sex without chemistry almost. I can't say that it was it, and it wasn't it didn't mean it was like bad sex like we would still have sex but it was an act it wasn't I, I uh, wouldn't
0: say without chemistry I was well I mean I guess you can say that for me it wasn't sex without chemistry it was just we were fulfilling that sexual need that we have as opposed to you know when we were in the times when we're really
1: communicating it. well mm-hmm.
0: we're we're talking about sexual fantasies during sex she's sending me porns during the day. She's sending me news during the day, you know, I'm, you know, she walks out of the bathroom and I'm helicoptering my dick when she comes out making her laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time in our relationship where, you know, I was going so much. I remember there was like a week that I might've been home about two hours for the whole week. And she breaks down crying. She's like, you don't grab my ass anymore. Cause I walk. I grab my wife. I found on my wife all day. Just I fondle her so much that I don't even notice when I'm doing it. And the grocery store, I don't notice. I just grab something until she slaps my hand and says we're in public, you know. So for her, when I didn't do that, it was like, you don't love me anymore. You
2: don't like
1: my ass. Because I was used to the physical attention outside of sex. So whenever you stopped doing it, I'm all in my head like, I'm fat. He's not attracted to me anymore. He's cheating on me. Something fucking crazy. Yeah, it was definitely something crazy. I'm a a little bit of an overthinker. I was like,
0: I've literally (laughs) spent two hours at the house in the last, you know, I don't know how long. It's not it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that we haven't been in proximity.
1: What is it you say all the time? I don't give a fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, so I think that, you know, the, the, the next thing is, you know, how do how do you stay connected? I know how we we stay connected. One of the ways we stay connected is. With our honesty, we decided years ago to be very honest about our, our fantasies, very honest about when we have that disconnect. Like I had to tell my wife because I fixate, I'll start doing something. And my attention is I don't care if I'm if I'm playing with a, a speaker, if I'm trying to learn a new piece of equipment, I will sit down for 15 hours. And to me, I've only been here for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then she'll come and say, hey, it's one o'clock in the morning. Are you coming to bed? It's like, oh, shit, it's one o'clock in the morning. I didn't know that. And so she had to learn that.
1: I just have to say, something. you just have
0: to say something yeah. because I won't notice. You know, my friends get mad at me all the time because like, dude, you haven't called me in like three days. I'm like, shit, I just talked to you earlier? Oh, shit, that was three days. You know, because once I get my mind on something, I'm gone. So it took her a long time to learn that. OK, I'm not ignoring you. Mm hmm. I'm just in my own world. So sometimes you got to come and knock on my door, you know, tap on my back and say, hey, I need some time. And then I'll give it to you. You know, it's not that I don't want to. It's just, oh, I need you to pull me out of it. So that. In the beginning,
1: like simple stuff, again, just like last night, Mr. Moko went and did something perverted. Yeah. Um, and when he came home, there's never a time that. I'm mad at him or upset when he came home. I knew he had had a good time and I was like happy that he had a good time. And I said, come lay down to me. I totally knew what was going to happen because I knew that he was tired and he laid um, on my arm and he fell asleep and that like made me feel good. Yeah. And then he told me how much he loved me in his drunken stupor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't get drunk around or I get too soft. But you know, and but that's this is what happens when we're connected when we're when we are when we are you know firing on all cylinders and we're we're connected and we're seeing we're working together. I can go out and play or she can go out and play, and then when we get back, it's exciting you know it's gonna either be she goes out and plays or you know somebody comes over and fucks her, and then you know I savage her vagina afterwards and then she lay there and she smile. Or, you know, I go out and, you know, I play and I come home and, you know, she rides my dick like she's a maniac and just tells me that this is her dick. And then we lay there and we laugh about it and we joke about it. Anyone knows my wife knows she's super fucking sarcastic. She's got a joke for everything at the most inappropriate times. I think we've laughed during sex more than. Yeah, I mean, we just we know when we're connected and when we're not laughing all day or if. You know we're not silly because we're just silly all day long. You know, so we know when we begin to have a disconnect. And I've
1: even had like a meltdown about him not being silly because I, oh my god, I've even had like a meltdown about us not being silly because again, that's a connect for us. So anything that you can think of that you would naturally connect with, with your spouse, like however you connected, even in the beginning of like your dating, like when you were dating, what did you do that was fun? That didn't even have to, that doesn't cost anything. It's more of a, um, what do you do without the cost? What do you do at home? What, how did you, do you sit on, did you make a pallet in your basement with with you and all of your kids and you cuddle and y'all, you, you know, like that was for us too. That was like a thing. Like I, I, yes, we want our, our time, but I also don't want our, I didn't want the, it was the all family our to our be connection. affected. Yeah.
0: You know, keep in mind, I know a lot of this stuff seems like it's not lifestyle, but the fact of the matter is when you introduce, you know, an alternative sexual life style into your relationship you're adding to what you have existing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, this is—it's it, not. You're not rebuilding something. You're not patching something. You are, you know, you're you're putting an addition onto the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you wouldn't add an addition to a house that just that's falling to pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so all the things that you did before that kept you connected, and because you're in a relationship, your your connection is. It can't be just physical. Now, all of those things that you do outside of the lifestyle, keeping those connections, it keeps, it keeps you focused on everything that you have in your life and it makes the lifestyle a real enhancement. And the problem is the same thing that can make your life an enhancement, you know, can can make it hell. You know it's you know you can it's kind of like you know you can take an energy drink you know to give you some energy and make yourself feel a little more awake and feel a little more alive or you can take an energy drink right before you have right when you're about to have a heart attack and it can <laughs> it can it can kill you you know that to me what the lifestyle is it's gonna be
1: it just can't be used a, boost. As a
0: band-aid yeah it can't be used as a band-aid mm-hmm. and as soon as you start feeling a disconnect, because that's the question that people always asked us. And I think because we were, we've were we never had a disconnect because of an outside source. We've never had a disconnect because of cheating or because of lying. Mm-hmm. We've never had a disconnect because of something someone did in a lifestyle.
1: It's but, usually stemmed from something that started at home. Yeah. Like, you know, you, I say this because... It probably needs to be said, but don't always be quick to judge that one couple that has a fight one time. Not necessarily a fight, but you can see the tension between them. Yeah, they could just be at a disconnect. It, it, it may be insecurities. They may be new, whatever, but it, they could just be at a disconnect. And yeah. You can't you can't determine what people go through at home.
0: And don't get me wrong. You know, yeah, I know you're I'm not going to judge them. But I'm gonna avoid them until they get their shit together. Yes,
1: exactly. You know? And we've talked to lots of couples mm-hmm. where we've told them that they need to get their shit together. Yeah,
0: huh? we've had couples yeah. have breakdowns in our house. At which point I said, you know, no offense, but you gotta get out of here with that. You know, you, you need to go home and, and and work through some shit.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah. then we'll we'll see you a year from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see you later on once you once you figured it out. You know, because
1: sometimes I mean, there's been a few times we've taken breaks from the lifestyle, but it it.
0: Our breaks have never been because we said we're taking a break. Yeah, exactly.
1: We didn't even know it was a break. It just ended up being, that was just what happened. But it was, we ended up figuring Mm -hmm. out like, dang, that's kind of what we needed. Mm -hmm. We needed a little break. And
0: and I think that's another thing, like the way we've taken breaks in the past, in the lifestyle, like we said, it wasn't because we decided to. It's just that we started feeling that disconnect between us. And as soon as we identify that we're having a disconnect it makes us both kind of pour more into our, our regular stuff. And it's kind of like, Oh, well I'm having, you know, you want to go to the club tonight? Um, how about we just stay here and, you know, eat some shitty food and, you know, fuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's do it. You know? So for us, it's for us, we've always kind of, once we identify it, it's always been a mutual thing because I really don't, I can't enjoy myself if, if my wife is upset, you know, like you know, she's never said, "Oh, I don't want you to go on a date" or something like that, or "I don't want you to play" and vice versa. But you know, even when you know, for us, the only thing we've ever really argued over was the kids and the dog, you know. And when we are having those moments, I can't enjoy myself, and you know, she's kind of been the same way. Oh, I can't have fun if we're. You know, so we always like to make sure we reconnect. There's
1: been a few times that we've actually had like a little argument about something like right before a play date. And it definitely turned it wasn't a bad play date, but it it wasn't. It wasn't as fun fun because we're beefing. So in what world is that going to be fun if you're beefing with your spouse when you want your spouse to be like excited that you're doing something? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't get a hard dick when I know I'm going to go home to some problems. You know, so
1: it's like,
0: <laughs> I, I can't really focus on somebody else when I know my wife is pissed. So it's like, yeah, OK, well, can we reschedule this thing? I mean, I've always I would rather reschedule. Personally. But
1: there are a few times that it was too late to reschedule. Yeah, because and I it went was over like again. 15 minutes in the before the person's about to show up and it's just too late to reschedule. And it definitely was not good.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't. For, for it wasn't me,
1: bad. It just wasn't like super fun either. Let me see this because someone commented.
0: And you know, for me, it's um, like my biggest turn. One of my biggest turn ons in the lifestyle is to do stuff. And Ooh,
1: pause. Somebody like, said, pretty sure I needed this combo a lot more than my wife and understanding things. Like I'm okay with everything that we will end up doing and want to do. It was more for me how to separate work for money, what we want, and our connection. That's that's a good way to put it.
0: Bro, I'm gonna tell you what you need. You need you need a lifestyle male friend because I'm gonna tell you something. Part of who we are, if you are like me and like some of my friends, my main focus is always on making sure that the the person I love and my kids are okay. So, A lot of times, you know, we, especially early on, her and I would get into conflict because I'd work
1: 12 hours a day, then
0: come home and work another six or seven. Mm -hmm. And it was difficult for me at one time to understand, like, how are you upset when I'm trying to provide for you? But then
1: and I would have to tell him because what just a, a little more detail would this is where we started setting boundaries. Is he would come home from work and then get on the phone with work for like two or three hours. And finally, one day, I said to him, because at the time I was staying home and I was homeschooling the kids, and I, I had to tell him, when you get home, you have twenty five minutes. It wasn't like a shitty way. I just said, you have twenty. Oh, it was a
0: shitty way. There were tears. It was te- Tears yet. are a weapon. Like <laughs> there's tears. Is okay. The kids are driving me crazy. I deal with them all day long. You come home, you walk in, you pet the dog, you kiss the kids, you peck me on the forehead. And then you disappear for another two hours. And I'm like, Whoa, but it was because at
1: the time his boss was very demanding, which I was trying to be understanding about. And I was for like the first six months, but you've been gone since five o'clock in the morning, you come home and then you're back on the phone until 1am. Like that doesn't work. This is true. So I had to tell him like, you need to tell your boss, that when you get home, you have 30 minutes to talk and, and that's it. Like, I can't do this anymore. I just need a little bit of your attention.
0: And you know something, to be honest with you, after, after more than a decade of being together, she still has to remind me because when I start doing, when I start working, I've always lost myself in work. And just to be completely honest, she's the first woman I've ever been with that I want to stop working for you know, I've always prioritized working over everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, so it changed things for me when she was like, okay, you know, I I need time. And then going back to my thought process of, okay, I'm trying to be a good provider. You know, a wise man told me you're trying to be a good provider and you may give her a mansion and then wind up being in that bitch by yourself, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: It has to be a balance of, yes, we all need money to live, but we, we don't, if we don't stop for a a little bit and pay attention to each other, why are we with each other?
0: And then it it also came down to each other
1: because of a paycheck. Yeah.
0: And, and just, you know, we've had this conversation before we all, we all give love in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So for some of us providing is a way of showing that I love you. Mm -hmm. And see, the problem is, I'll use example. If my favorite dessert in the world is a peanut butter. Sunday. And because I love it and I love you, I want you to share in this peanut butter Sunday and I keep trying to give it to you, but you're deathly fucking allergic to peanuts. Then I'm trying to force you. To enjoy what I enjoy. And oftentimes we try to force love on people the way we want to receive it. And so there were a lot of times early in, early in our relationship where both of us had that issue where her love language, she would try to force on me mm-hmm. my love language. I would try to force on her. So we started coming to a happy median. I know that my wife needs to be touched. It's how it is. I, I am. I am a furnace when I lay in the bed, Anything that touches me, I'm going to sweat on that spot. So when we first got together and I wouldn't cuddle up to her and sleep, you know, she thought it's like, oh, why don't you want to cuddle me? Well, I can cuddle you and then we can both wake up in a puddle. So I found a happy median. I stretched my leg over. I put my (laughs) put my leg on her body, which keeps her warm and it keeps me from turning into, you know, an inferno.
1: A heater at night,
0: yeah. And and that that is small things, but that's a big thing because to me it was a small thing. Okay, I'm asleep. I don't want to fucking touch you. And for her, it's like, okay, you don't love me because you're not touching me in your sleep. It was a small thing but to me, but a big thing that. to
1: her. You do and, that. If well, I, I mean, don't after touch you. listen
0: after deck, you know, yeah. after you know, 13 years. Now, yes, it's it's something that it's a habit. You know,
1: what was there your response <clears> about <throat> the porno pup the other night? The motherfucking dog is in the goddamn way.
0: Yeah, yeah I can't.
1: <laughs> I can't get my fucking foot on your leg. Can't,
0: can't. She, she makes me learn to sleep with my leg on her, and then she gets this dog that wedges his body in between She's us somehow. Say
1: worm too. He yeah. said, um, "Same guy, uh, Joe." I hope it's okay. We say her name. You're on here. Um, I'll get in deep with the, with work and want to do my absolute best. I've done that a lot, and what scares me? That's what scares me about going back to work. Just I I would say from a woman's perspective, just make I mean, maybe just ask her what small things you can do to, to reconnect. Hey, do you, if I take this much time out of, you know, it doesn't even have to be a day. It can be sporadic because we don't have we've tried to do like a scheduled thing and that did not work. We just I just say, hey, I need this. And he says. Okay, well tonight <laughs> I'm going to work until this time, and I'll get off. Now, sometimes it's kind of bullshit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but but for the most part, he's really good about it if I say that I need it. But just make time for her. Ask her what she wants, or, or what would if we, or just surprise her one day. Hey, try to figure out what she likes. You know, one day make her ding dinner or order dinner. You know, Doordash something, and just say, hey, I mean, you've been with. I would think that you would think you've been with her long enough to know that what type of movie she would want or if it's a funny movie or we usually watch really stupid comedy movies together and laugh. Um, or like I said, just lay in bed, whatever you.
0: Well, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. what, the, you know, the thing that she likes.
1: Right. So, so whatever the thing is there.
0: that she likes and I mean, I start with number one. If we we know our we know our spouse good enough to kind of be able to guess somewhere in a direction of what they're gonna want. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, don't get her some shit that you want. You know, I'm I'm not going to, you know, tell my wife, hey, I want to spend time with you, so let's go to the range. That's not gonna work out. All right, <laughs> you know, and and I know that for her since her, she likes that, that, that physical contact she likes for me, she likes for me to ignore the world for her for a small period of time. Yep. So if I do that, I know I get a lot of brownie points. I also know know that sometimes, you know, I can just ask because she wants me to pretend like I give a shit. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, she's told me before, Hey, just because something's not important to you, Doesn't mean it's not important to me because let's be honest. That's the damn truth. We all have things that our spouses want that we think is fucking dumb. Yeah. But now I can tell you from personal experience, whatever thing she likes, even if you think is fucking dumb, don't tell her because the sweetest, calmest woman in the world will flay you alive for that. And I've learned that the hard way. And then, you know, it comes down to it's it's just really strategy. You try one thing, it don't work. She's going to appreciate you trying. Like Lupe and Misha, like she said, hey, I get a date night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't care what you do the other seven days, other six days, but I get my date night. And
1: he did really good. He Yeah. She put her foot down um, pretty hard, which was funny, but that's how they do. But she, she. We can't say she demanded. She told him what she wanted, and he did it. Like he agreed he to it, it and when, she, yeah. when he
0: when he started getting distracted, she was like, "Hey,
1: I will fuck you up." Where's yeah. my date night? And and the thing is, is whether or not he wants to realize it, he wants to admit it or not, but he would actually have a good time too. Oh yeah, because, I mean,
0: he was very honest. I mean, yeah. he enjoyed it, and and it's that to me as a man, there's no better feeling. No matter what I do, no matter how successful I am at a job, no matter how well I do, and this only counts for people who like their wives. Okay, if you don't like your fucking wife or your husband, it doesn't count because you don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But the best feeling to me is when I do something and she's happy. Mm-hmm. Like when she's happy about something I did, you know, I'm I feel good. So, you know, that's the thing for both of us. You know, for me, I'm fortunate. You know, and I'll say this very honestly. I'm fortunate that I've always been a woman been with my wife and my wife pays very, very close attention to my needs, my wants and my desires. Like she's very, very, very good at that. She's down
1: to making your tea. Exactly. Every day.
0: Yep. When I want some tea, like I think of tea and then all of a sudden she's like, daddy, would you like some tea? And I'm like,
1: that's a fucking (laughs) (laughs)
0: Luli. And she knows, she knows when I want coffee over tea and I don't know how she knows.
1: I can read your mind. See, there you go. That's why I'll be watching scary shows.
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> just kidding. Any, but yeah. as far as Joe goes, just do your best. That's it. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yes, Mister Mocha works. I understand he has to work. He understands I have to work, and that is okay. That that working is fine. You got to do what you got to do, and you can be good at what you do but you can also you can't tell me that you work 24/7 if you if you are that's fine but you can find 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, 2 hours, whatever, find it. And,
0: and 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 it's you know, it's it's one of those things where nothing that's worth having is easy. You know, especially like, Joe, I feel you because that's how I, I, I operate. So I respect that. Me and one of my boys were having one that that same conversation earlier today where we both made it very clear to one another that that's where we fuck up at, literally, you know, when, you know, I'm still up at 1 o'clock in the morning working on something, and I know in the back of my mind that my wife is laying in bed trying to stay awake for me to come in there, and I'm like, man, I just need five more minutes to finish this. Five more minutes to me always turns to about two more hours. That's just how I operate. You know, so there's times when I have to force myself to pull myself away and I have to force myself to, you know, there's days I have to play catch up. You know, there's days where I'll just, I know I'll get up and I will just blow a whole day hanging out with her. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, Oh fuck, this is going to suck tomorrow. But you know, she's happy as hell. And now the next day when I'm playing catch up and she knows to leave me alone, it was worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just balance and it can't be like we're, there's no one and no relationship that has perfect balance or perfect we're we're never gonna have a movie marriage where we go on dates all the time and oh everything's gonna be so romantic.
0: We don't have a movie marriage. I thought this was the best shit you've ever had.
1: It is. I'm um, out of here. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm keeping the dog. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah, but I mean, I guess there is some possibility of a movie marriage, but don't don't. I wouldn't put yourself up to that standard because that people that live regular lives, that's not as realistic. You can do some of that stuff. But what people don't take into account is that you have kids, you have life, you have regular bills. You have to talk about that stuff, too. So if you do take an hour to do whatever the fuck you do, don't talk about that stuff. And it's hard. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Don't try not to talk. Try when you get home. Say okay, you got, we had a rule. You got 30 minutes to talk about work because otherwise we would have both talked about it forever and there was no like calm down time. Yeah. Because that was when we were both working outside of our house. So I came home and I would tell him all my bullshit. He would tell me his bullshit and then we'd give each other opinions and then we wouldn't talk about it anymore. And he was really good about going down and sitting and watching tv with the kids and then putting some time to me and then going back to work even if he was up till two or three in the morning yeah mm-hmm. but oh. i think he's a vampire secretly because he never sleeps
0: Sleep uh, just leave when i'm rich or when i'm dead
1: okay i mean you've always slept like that so
0: <laughs> <laughs> because i haven't got rich or dead yet that's why oh god so i mean that all of the, all of this you know everything you know we we talk about this i think one of the funny things is it's so often that you know people who who we know people who we hang out with you know they always assume man you guys are always connected we're human i get on my wife's fucking nerves all the time all right you know we're never you know like i said we're not big into arguing and fighting because that's just not who we are but everyone
1: we, we bicker if we fight yeah. it's more of like a bicker
0: yeah i mean it's yeah i mean it's usually like 30 seconds worth of it like we don't really
1: in your mind
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and at some
0: point my selective hearing kicks in and i only hear about 30 seconds worth of it no you're I'm usually joking, really I'm good joking. about
1: pro- apologizing and um, before the story's done so
0: yeah if she's got a good point, then I'm gonna apologize. There's, There's no reason, no there. need for me to no need for me <laughs> to argue when I'm wrong. It's like okay, yes, all right, I broke it. All right, the kids are no longer in the house. I can't blame any of the kids for it. The dog couldn't reach it, so yes, mm-hmm. I lied about the dog breaking your picture that you've had since you were 11. I'm sorry.
1: You know you stuff didn't really like that. Really lie about stuff like that. I
0: blame shit on the dog all the time. Nah. Nah. So um we're going to let some people jump in. Um, I see a I see a, a Godfather part three. Okay, see that's a whole lot there. I see you there. I'm going to prove you. Um, let you jump in. If you want to ask a question or you have a comment. Uh, everybody's listening. Welcome. Are you on? Uh nothing much, nothing much.
2: I um I came in on the conversation when y'all was talking about like um like having time for your significant other and stuff of that nature and um I was just a little puzzled because I wanted to ask you like how do you balance a situation like that? Definitely dealing with a woman that is like an executive and she's always on the computer, like just working, 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 working and traveling and flying everywhere. How do you balance that? Because it seems like dealing with... I've I never dealt with an executive before, but dealing with that type of woman, it seems like they're always working so much. It's like, where's the time to actually on With your mate, you
1: know what I'm saying? I am saying? I, I got you on this one. <laughs> I, I want to say that I, I, the best way for me to say it is that Mister Mocha has has likely been our our executive most of our relationship. So he has worked like that and traveled like that, and I just have to pull his attention away. I just have to say, m- maybe I don't know if that that you can do that at all, but I have to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, yeah, the money's always good, and it's always good to have money, and I appreciate what you do, but, but I, I'm with you because I want you, so I need a little bit of you. I mean, maybe Mr. Mocha has a different opinion on that, but I'm only saying from the, the side that he traveled six days out of seven at one point of our relationship. I mean, I was, like I said, I homeschooled our kids. I was the stay-at-home mom, but I also did all of our, lifestyle stuff I mean he was gone a, a good amount of time so I had to make him make make time
0: and I think see from my standpoint <clears throat> from my standpoint to me time is different to me I would rather have 30 minutes of quality time
1: mm-hmm.
0: than 8 hours of bullshit time and I can say this from personal experience I've been in a relationship with a person who I spent time with all day long Mm -hmm. and I couldn't fucking stand her, you know, and then being in a relationship that I'm in now, you know, there were literally times where we had 30 minutes and I can feed off that 30 minutes when I was traveling, I'd get on the plane and I'd be boarding the plane and have my headphones on and she'd be saying the goofiest shit in my ear while I'm boarding the plane and I'm cracking up and everybody's looking at me like I'm out of my mind to me it's the quality of the time that we spend Mm -hmm. and being able to support her and what she's doing and I think oftentimes in that supportiveness when she knows that you support her and I don't know what your situation is or you know how much time you ask for you know But but make it
1: realistic yeah make it a like start with realistic expectations especially if you know what her job entails
0: but as an executive yeah. she controls that part of it
1: More so that less, just means yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, Because it's like i can't
2: put the pressure on her because i see results of what she's doing so I feel like it'll put me in a weird situation with her like oh but you know what I got going on you know what I do you know that I'm doing this why would you continue to bring that energy to me when you know that we cool like that and you know this is what I do
0: but the question is have you had Mm -hmm. the conversation at all
2: um yeah we did but it hasn't uh, how can, Oh my God, it's a little weird Yeah, I did, we did have that conversation Yes, we did
0: You know, and, and to me, I think the question is And you don't have to answer this part Everything is based upon the response Of yes. yes, The response and how How the behavior is You know, for me personally Even though I work like crazy My wife is my personal drug So I, like I said, I've never been in a situation personally in a relationship where I couldn't wait to get back home to her or I couldn't wait to talk to her. You know, I'm addicted to my wife. You know, I'm texting. All right. I'm sorry. My little brother called and he just called back to back. He must be having a baby right now. Check and see if uh, she's going to labor there.
1: I'm dead.
2: Oh no, man. I'm a little confused right now. I'm a
0: little no. I'm sorry. I'm, I I had to pause you there. I'm sorry. My little brother called me back to back, and he's getting ready to have a baby. So we're trying to we're trying to see if he's calling to say that they're in labor or not. Sorry about that.
2: It's all right.
0: But listen, man. I mean, I, I mean, it's you know, it's beautiful to to have a, a guy get on and be honest. You know, you know, to have that level of honesty and say that because I think so many guys are so so busy trying to be macho have the oh i don't need you attitude this that and the third but you know you jumped on and said something that's very valid you know thank you thank you so get the quality
1: right no matter how how your quality is because everybody's is not going to be the same you just have to figure out what works for you and how it'll and how it works for her
2: i just try to like you know keep it very um subtle and neutral when I speak to her. And
0: I know you've been like, we you we lost know, you for a second, sorry.
2: Free because I don't we don't really talk much, so just hit me up when you're free, you know, and yeah. And it's true. When I do talk to her on FaceTime or I do speak to her, the phone is always ringing. like, you know, what she's saying is true, so it kinda makes me feel guilty for even feeling away. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to upset her energy because she already forgave me the first time I, I questioned her about it and we had a clash. Then she forgave me and then this will be like the second time, nah, I can't do that.
0: You know I know mean, now you know? here's the thing, now nah, now nah, you that, those strong words, bro. You can't say she forgave you for saying, hey, I care about you and I want time. I understand that you are busy, but I want time. There's, yeah, there's no yeah, forgiveness yeah. necessary in that situation because mm-hmm. you're being honest. Now, the dishonest thing to do would be not would to what if you were you did not give her the opportunity to understand that you were feeling some sort of way and you just up and walked away. Now, for me, that was always my worst quality in relationships. I would deal with somebody. I say something one time and
1: he would just say, fuck it.
0: Yeah. And like I was like the kind of I never I'm just not going to talk to you type situation. mm -hmm. So for you. You're doing the right thing, so that doesn't require forgiveness. Now, if you if you know if you hold it in till you get on the phone with and be like, "All right, you you're getting on my goddamn nerves? I ain't seen it." Now, that's different. But if you come in there and say, "Hey, listen, I just want to be honest with you and let you know how I'm feeling," you know, boom. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes,
0: I agree. You know, so so no, nah, this is. This, it's not a forgiveness thing in any way, shape, or form. I mean, you're doing, you're doing the right thing, and it's not something, it's not a conversation that's supposed to die, because now if you stop having that conversation, you're lying to her, mm-hmm. you're lying to yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you're self-sabotaging, mm-hmm. because we all need a reminder, because think about it like this. In our situation, in our relationship, we have had times where her income was higher than mine, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We've had times where my wife had, you know, she was killing herself when I was cruise control and vice versa. So a day may come when when the tables are turned, Yes. you know, and when that day comes, you don't want her to stop telling you. And then she just say, fuck it, I'll go find somebody else, because that's where that's where always leads to when you stop communicating. Yes, yes, yes.
1: And I I like that the the a lot of the I'm not surprised by it, and I don't want to say that I am, but I am that the we have a lot of male interaction. I I like that because there aren't a lot of men that will come on and say, "Hey, I, I need some help," or will somebody give me some advice on stuff. It's usually more the women trying to figure out the male. So I I like respect that a lot that there are guys that are recognizing like, "Hey." You're right. This is what I do sometimes or, you know, I I want this to happen. I like, I like that. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, I heard
2: y'all talking about it. And I just had to, I had to ask that question because talking about quality time and making time when he said, I love, you know, I want to speak to my woman. I want to be around my woman or hear from her. I felt that. So I said, you know, what? I got to ask this question. I have to.
0: We appreciate it, man. I mean, it's, it's a. It's it's probably one of the most disgusting male weaknesses that there is when a man is afraid to ask a question, you know, like to me, knowledge is power. So why would I not? You know, we spent a lot of years learning the hard way and asking questions. You know, I had an uncle, my uncle, before he passed away from cancer, you know, he saved me a whole lot of pain (laughs) by by a lot of knowledge that he imparted. And my family's not gentle. You know, like when my family, my my family's kind of more like, the, hey, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, why? Why are you doing this, girl? And like, he's that, that that's how my family is. So, you know, I've learned to be a little more gentle with other folks, which some people who know me might say I'm not as gentle as I could be. But, you know, it was knowledge that, you know, even my wife says she appreciates the fact that he taught me these things. She appreciates the fact that he told me these things. And I was quick to go ask a question like, hey, this is happening. I have no idea what the fuck I should do here. You know, yes. and, you know, yes. you, so that that's real good, man. I appreciate you.
1: But and it was it was a the longer that we were together, the easier it was to communicate how we wanted time and what made both of us feel good. Because you know, if you don't know, you don't know, and it, so maybe figuring that out too, like what's the happy medium for for you guys? Because we had to find that with ourselves. Yes, So I,
2: I yeah, I, I just feel like maybe I think that when, when, you know, the time slows down and she doesn't have so much events to do because, yes, she does a lot of events. She's flying everywhere. I see it. I know it's, you know, I just try to be a little bit more lenient because I know that that's, but it just gets to a point where it's just like, yo, when are we going to bond? Like, what's up? What's up with that? Like, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and for yeah, for must. us, for us, we were the we were the same way. Like I said, Mister Mocha used to travel six days out of seven, and talking to him was a joke, and not because he uh, we he didn't want to talk to me. He couldn't like had the type of job he had. They didn't have a they didn't he couldn't talk on the phone. We literally would talk maybe like right before he would go to bed, and I wouldn't talk to him the next day because. Wherever he would end up at, he would have to leave at like four or five in the morning. So I understand that. And I was understanding to his job. But there were certain times when he he would come home and I would have to say, we're not doing anything lifestyle. We have to just you have to just be here. I don't care if we sit around and get fucked up together and pass the fuck out. And, you know, I just need some time.
0: And then it was also vice versa where, you know, there were times where, you know, when I came home, it's kind of like, what do you want to do? There'd be days that I just ran hard for six days and I get home and like she wants to go out because she's a social person. So <clears throat> I get off a plane at seven o'clock. I get home. I mean, I woke up before that morning. I get home and, you know, she's been planning for the last two weeks for us to go out this evening. So that means that I got a cowboy up, you know, get dressed, go out and then. You know let her go and dance night away you know we get home at four in the morning i'm dog tired but you know that was a sacrifice that i had to make you know and a lot of it will come down to you know all of us making those sacrifices just like my man joe was saying earlier Mm -hmm. because like i feel him like i i I feel it. it it's such a difficult thing in your mind when you feel like you're doing something for your family and then you know, your spouse comes and says
1: it's counteractive. You're
0: you're not doing what you need to do for us. And the, just because it's true, just because it's true, doesn't mean anything. You still feel it a certain way because in your mind, you're like, hey, you should this should happen, you know, but yes. her giving me that knowledge was important. And you giving your lady that information and knowledge, that's also important.
1: hmm. Yep. Agreed. Agreed.
0: So, you know, I think today was um, a lot of times we get on, and, you know, we we joke and we talk about all of our crazy lifestyle experiences because we have a lot of them. But I think, you know, there's certain things, there's there's big things that are super important. The connection that you have, understanding that, you know, even the most successful couples in the lifestyle, the strongest couples in the lifestyle, you know.
1: There's they always the behind the scenes. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't
0: become strong for nothing. Mm hmm. The best, the best swords is forged in the fire.
1: What? The best what? Swords. Swords. Uh
0: Gotta get real, real high. right there. I like that.
1: Honey, you're so intelligent.
0: I think I might get some ass tonight, y'all.
2: Yes, I I might get a little
1: bit booty tonight. I'm not fucking anyone. See, I say
0: so smart. She got a little moist just now. I'm now I'm about to try too hard, I'm mess dead. it up.
1: No, but no, I <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Even though I'm quiet, you know I'm less serious, so it's harder. For, but I agree with everything that you said tonight. Normally, I would have some rebuttals, but today I'll give it to you. Thank you, baby. You get one time.
0: Now listen, this one day, one this time, one time works.
1: But I mean, it, like I said, you you just got to figure out what works for you. Figure out what works for you, figure out what works for your spouse, and you're not going to be able to ask one or two times in the midst of a work day and then be pissed off with them because they didn't give you, like, the answer you wanted that very second. Like, who fucking okay. knows what they yeah. what they are, they're going to, it may take, you know, a few years to figure out exactly what the other person wants or likes or... Even if you've been together for ten years, like I said, a lot of people mid relationship get comfortable and they stop dating each other.
0: It's ten years, that's way before it didn't
1: They know that that person. They know uh, we've been married a long time or we've been together a long time. They're not going anywhere. Which you you likely aren't, but that doesn't mean that that you're you won't stray or think about or lust after other people or something because you're looking for something that your spouse used to give you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how cheating happens.
0: Yeah. And listen, I'll be very honest and you know, I told Mrs. Mocha in the beginning of our relationship, don't get comfortable.
1: No, I told you that. I told you that the day of our wedding.
0: Let me, let me, we were together before our wedding. She might have forgotten that. But then later on she did tell me no, you don't get comfortable. And that's something that, it, you know, it's true. Don't get comfortable. You know, I, I to me, it's important. To me, it's very important that my wife still, you know, thinks I'm attractive. For her, it's still important that I still laugh at her stupid jokes. <laughs> she is kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. She makes you me laugh all day. I always laugh
1: at my shit. Like I
0: try, like, there's days that I try not to laugh at her shit because then she won't stop.
1: No, you know, I, it, don't, I the, don't. If I laugh people. at it,
0: if I laugh at it, then there's going to be some more shit. And now she's distracting me. And the problem is, I like my wife. So, like, even at our house, like, I want to work in the basement, but I like being, we like being in each other's space. I mean, it's only right downstairs, but we like being around each other. You know, and a big part of that is not getting comfortable. And the times in our relationship where we start getting comfortable that's when we start I having issues. I either put a
1: fire under your ass or you put a fire under my ass.
0: Yeah. Like, don't don't stop dating me, you know, and we're honest with each other. You know, like, there's, you know, I...
1: Like the time I cried and said that you're never romantic and you don't ever buy me presents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, like, that's how it is. But I never bought her presents and all of a sudden how she wants petty. presents. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go buy you some stuff. like... You know, but you know that's that's just how we are. You know, we we do our best not to get comfortable. We do our best. I never assume that after all these years, my wife is going to take any bullshit I throw at her.
1: If it's actual bullshit, I don't.
0: Or or even even certain behaviors. I, there are certain behaviors, and once again, I'm a very direct human being. And anyone who knows me and has known me my whole life says my wife has made me soft because she was not built. For the way I spoke to people and I found that early on I was a little too harsh for her her liking and she realized later on when she listened to me and my sisters talk she's like wow this is really your family you guys are animals like we have no fucking filter when we talk to each other so therefore. That's just how the people I love, we've always told each other, like, just say what it is. Hey, your breath stinks, go brush your teeth. Okay, no problem. You know, you, hey, you're getting fat. Oh, okay, let me go to the gym. Like, that's how we've always been. And then I realized that I can't be like that with her. What
1: made you realize that? <laughs> let's just have a talk. Okay, let's just go, let's go to the story. Oh and then we'll God. be done for tonight. But, <clears throat> so, Mr. Mocha. Oh, you gonna
0: do, You going to do me like that, baby? Go yes, ahead, go ahead. Yes. Okay.
1: So, um... I was a little thicker. <laughs> he said, he he tried to be, in Mr. Mocha's own nice way, he tried to be nice about it, and he started with, like, we, we should go to the gym together, which is fine, whatever. We're over it. Because that really is, like, how he talks to, like, his friends and his family and stuff like that. But what he didn't realize is that I was going to be scarred for the next six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> But, do you know how he... He ended up realizing that maybe the way he said it wasn't like the best way. And
0: she asked me a direct question. No,
1: I did not ask you. You told me that time. You said,
0: "Oh, okay, okay."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we really want to go there on the podcast? Listen,
0: go ahead. Look, okay. we. Hey, listen, we gotta give him the good, bad, and the ugly. All right, okay. let's let him so have it.
1: He said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, baby, you're you're getting a little heavy." I, when I tell you that I felt like I was going to throw up for, like, six months every day, because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And he's not attracted. And the way he said it, I'm not even going to go into detail the what else happened, okay? But, so, he went to one of his friends' house, um, male experience, and uh, Sir Doyle. He went to their house to, like, hang out uh, one day, and...
0: So here's so they let's let's just say this. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I said something I thought was honest. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. I was just being honest. Okay. At the time, I'm like, okay, I've I really like my wife, and I always want to be sexually attracted to you. So hey. You know, I feel like you might be one cheeseburger past the limit. I didn't know it was wrong that to is, say that. Don't say that. Well, I, I mean, you we're talking about how I fucked up. I'm being honest here. Okay. So I didn't say it in those words, but I said no. it in, you know, some more direct. You know, I was trying to be, like, very serious and professional, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> you're not professional with your fucking mouth. I was trying. <laughs> you're trying to tiptoe <laughs> a glass when you're talking about so, weight and so women. I was trying to
0: be nice about the situation, so apparently I wasn't nice. So I'm like... I have to ask people sometimes, like people who I'm close to, I'll say, hey, I need to know, was I being a dick? And usually I call my sister first. So I told my sister the whole story and my sister laughs at me for five minutes and then she stops laughing and goes, you're an idiot. And I was like, oh, okay." so how was I wrong? So then for the next 20 minutes, she explained to me why I was an idiot and why I was wrong and why I was stupid. Okay, got you. All right, I'm. A, I'll deal with that. So, then I go down to hang out. It.
1: Then he goes and hangs so out. So I go hang friends. out
0: with a couple of the fellas. All mm-hmm. right, like okay. So I got one perspective. So, I'm like, all right, guys, I need to know was I a dick. So I tell them the whole story, and they're si- we're sitting outside in the garage. Let me paint the picture for you. We're sitting outside in the garage, one of my boys is sitting on his motorcycle. The other one is leaning against the doorframe, smoking a cigarette. And I, when the cigarette fell out of his hand, I realized that I had it coming. So now they know me and they know her. So these two fuckers walked up one side of me and down the other. And so I came home was like, honey.
1: No, you called me on the way home.
0: Oh, I, I called. Her. I it was like, like an I,
1: hour drive.
0: I apologized. I mean, clearly I was being a dick. I didn't think I was being a dick. I thought I was just being honest. And I felt like for me, like, I feel like this. If my wife goes, hey, honey, I want you to have a six pack, I'm going to have a six pack.
1: I would never. If she say says that. to me,
0: hey, you know, your body's too hard, soften it up, I would do that. So for me, I just felt like, well, shit. If she wants my body to look a certain way, it's hers. So it's my job to make it look that way. Apparently, <laughs> that doesn't work both ways.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, so no, 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 no. Yeah. No, and you know then. It is what it is. And then the last,
1: the last part of that story is I ended up having surgery and the doctor actually told him that it was impossible for me to lose weight and he felt even worse. Yeah. Yeah. I felt pretty bad. (laughs) He apologized after my surgery. So moral of the story is I can deal with honesty. Yes. I can deal with, with most things, but like at the time that was just not the, it wasn't the move, but it's okay. We're past that.
0: So roughly translated, I learned to shut the fuck up. <laughs>
2: yeah, I learned to do that, too. I mean, there's nice ways that you can kind of possibly say it to your lady. That way you won't kind of rub her the wrong way. Kind of like say it like in a kind of like, not in a jokey type of way, but like in a cute way. Like, ooh, you're looking kind of juicy. You're looking juicy. You're hunky. Yeah, oh, baby. No. And that'll kind of like let her know. To get her the inclination that she's ganked a little, but it wasn't in a, like a malicious term. You get it? Like it kind of. It's like you're still trying to flatter her. Like, ooh, you looking kind of juicy,
1: baby. Mm. I wouldn't have, have taken it like that? that. I wouldn't have been like, yeah. damn, he wants some of this shit.
2: Yes, like,
1: <laughs> that would have been counteractive. <laughs> I'm
0: not good at lying about shit. It's like I'm just gonna say what it is. So you know, you know, after I found out that it was actually a medical condition, you know, and it wasn't just because of. You know, because I just felt like you don't give a fuck how I feel, you know. And once again, like I said, I was I thought honesty was the best policy in that situation. (laughs) And I I realized it wasn't, you know. So I, and that was six months of hell. Like she was mad for like six months. Like she and the thing is, like, she don't yell. We don't argue. You know, it's like she was just, you know, I just said you're getting a little thick. That that doesn't mean I don't want to see you naked. So then she wouldn't walk around the house naked so now I can't get all the visual treats that I'm used to. You know, she just.
1: So. You just told me that I was fat and you wanted me to walk around naked. I
0: didn't say I didn't enjoy
2: sure it. You start to, you
1: start to reevaluate. Yourself. Oh, no. See,
2: like I need to watch my mouth. He
1: said, I, just, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be physically attracted to you if you keep gaining weight. So in what, what? world would I want to take my clothes off?
0: I didn't say I wasn't physically Daddy. attracted. I said if at some point, Daddy, listen, I fucked up,
1: Mister Mocha. I
0: know I messed this thing up. <laughs>
1: he did. Okay, we don't have to finish. I know I was wrong. I, I he was, and I I we moved past it.
0: And my sister laughed at me for like a, a good year.
1: And his friend, liter his friends, literally still laid in laid into him for like three weeks about it. Yeah, yeah. Every time they saw him, they were like. Are you fucking dumb, dude? Like you have the best <laughs> wife in the world, and you just Hey, hey crushed quit patting her. yourself on
0: the back. You're That's okay. That's what
1: he said. You're
0: decent. Okay, you're decent.
1: <laughs> you know, on, on a
0: scale of has- one to ten, you're like a good, you know, eh, five and a half.
1: Hold on, we've gotten some comments. Patting herself on the back over here. I'm not patting myself on the back. Oh, Zulu warrior says, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's yes. why I didn't tell him because he gave it to me worse. So I was and like, all
1: right. Karina says t- hashtag team ginger. It's okay. There's no more teams. This, that is all in the past. I appreciate everyone's.
0: I've learned. Uh,
1: yes. I, I, learned I appreciate from everyone's sponsorship. Your support. Thank you. <laughs> but it's okay. I promise I'm okay. And we're now like, we're now in a better place about things like that. And he is a lot more gentler when he says, those type of things like because he knows it's really hard to offend me when it comes to certain things
0: i found the soft spot and i stay away from it honestly
2: sometimes it takes the right woman to kind of soothe us down you know because we do come off kind of you know strong so some, that's a good thing we need that in our lives we do we
1: really do yep 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 hold on we got a few more comments and then we probably should wrap it up <laughs> Let's see. How many people bash Mr. Mocha <laughs> today? <laughs> hey, listen, my,
0: my sister called me. She was like, hey, stupid. Like, I know. I, I get it. I, I, I messed up.
1: Someone said, send a picture. I'm good now. I've lost 30 pounds since last year. And it wasn't because of him. It was literally because I needed a surgery. He didn't know. She,
0: uh, let's make this clear. She didn't have like a surgery to lose no, weight. No, I didn't
1: have a weight loss right. surgery. I, was, I had, okay, we'll just go further. She had a
0: hysterectomy. had a hysterectomy. she had, you know, all of these ladies problems that was going on they were
1: saying that my estradiol levels were through the roof and then i had nothing else in my body and then i can that there was it was impossible for me to lose weight with the amount of things that i had happened. So, so
0: basically her body was designed for super cold climates because it kept you know adding on to her to keep her
1: warm what in the literal fuck
0: no know. more talking i didn't know you're gonna plan.
1: get lots of thumbs downs Karina has at least given you 16 Listen, I respect that.
0: (laughs) I'm the kind of person that when I fuck up, that, listen, if I mess up, you go ahead and go ahead and let me have it. Because if I deserve it, I will take what I got coming to me. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. And it was a good learning lesson. So, like, when when I talk to somebody else, I'm like, hey, dude, don't do this thing. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Well the right. same way I try to
2: give good, valuable information to new talent that's coming in the industry, I try to let them know, listen, I face certain things, so do not do this, don't talk like this around people, and carry yourself like this, and you'll survive.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Yeah. Yes, indeed. Well... If no one has any more questions for us tonight, we appreciate all the comments. And again, don't anyone get off the episode and bash Mr. Mocha. No, I go ahead. Right,
0: listen, I, no, I got it coming. I'm okay with no, that.
1: No, that was so long ago, and we're like so over it. That was and, like three weeks ago. Oh I'm joking. It wasn't.
0: <laughs> <I'm> joking.
1: It <laughs> was. happened yesterday. And again, we're <clears throat> all learning experiences. We He learned, I learned, um, and I'm sure there's... I'll just throw myself under the bus here since we threw him under the bus. So... Um, some of you know that I do have drinking problems. sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm remedying. Only that. at parties. Yeah. So I had a birthday party like what? Two or three years ago.
0: It was longer than that.
1: Four years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyways, I had a birthday party. Oh my God. And apparently I got super drunk and I don't remember. All I remember is waking up the next day and Mr. Mocha being fucking pissed. And I had no fucking idea why he was so fucking pissed at me. Like Mr. Mocha, I th- we can count on like hands how many times he's we've been upset enough to not speak to each other. He was like saying we still do like pleasantries and that's it. I
0: didn't I couldn't even look at her.
1: Yeah. Um. So apparently <laughs> it was my birthday and he had sex with someone that I wanted to like.
0: No, let's get this straight. There was there was someone she told me, hey, I was drunk. She told me Mm -hmm. I want to play with this couple. Mm -hmm. She told me to get the couple. I got the couple. She didn't come downstairs. I came back upstairs. I'm like, look, you know, are we playing or not? She was like, no, you go ahead and play and I'll be down. So. Usually when she says something like that, she actually means it. So I go downstairs, have a great time. So she comes down as the as we're finishing up, and I walk out, and as I'm walking out of the room, she turns around and goes back upstairs. So, you know, usually my wife high-fives me for, you know, for putting on a good performance. There was a whole bunch of people at the door. I think people were cheering. They were throwing confetti. I did I put some good work in. I felt good about me. I thought my wife was coming down to feel good about me. So I go upstairs and Mind you, we're there's uh, 120 people in the house. So I can see it on her face. So I start walking toward the bedroom and she follows me and she starts in as we're walking to the bedroom and I close the door. She went off like she's never went off. She lost her shit. And I would at first she didn't actually tell me why she was why she was mad. So I was thinking at first someone else had done something. So for me, I'm always happy when she's mad at another person because then I can go and be the hero and tell that person how we feel
1: about them. Captain Save-A-Ho.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So mind you, she's drunk as fuck and I'm only kind of catching every other word at first. And then I realize she's mad at me. So now I'm trying to figure out why are you mad at me? And then she tells me that she's mad at me for having sex and it's her birthday And she wanted to be there when we played with the couple. And I didn't tell her I was going to play with them. (laughs) And I should have came and got her. Which is literally everything that I did. And anyone who's ever been to a party with her know that she's fucking party ADD. Okay. She'll be dead in the middle of a conversation with you. Somebody walks by. Oh, my God, Kenzie. And she's gone. So, So this is what happened. And at first I was confused. So, like, I was quiet at first. And I'm like, hey, hey. Calm down. So apparently telling my drunk wife to calm down is a bad move. But she keeps going. And I'm like, hey, you're drunk. Calm down.
1: You told me the next day that you said, oh, I'm
0: getting to that part.
1: Yeah, that I would regret this tomorrow. I said,
0: (laughs) when you sober up tomorrow, I'm going to remember this. So I'm going to give you one more chance to calm down, I don't give a fuck. Okay, <laughs> right, <laughs> all right. This we're doing this. Okay, so I let her finish her tirade because I'm not going to argue if it's not going to work. So I let her. You know, she went off. She finished her tirade, and then, you know, I'm pretty sure there was some tears in there somewhere. So she cleans herself up. You know, wipes her face, gets the tears off, and now I'm done partying. Okay, so I'm just going out to be a good host, and I'm trying not to have the look on my face. And she goes out, she continues partying, drinking, dancing, fucking, all this stuff. So in the morning she wakes up, the day after her birthday, and she's fucking Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs> Cause I didn't know anything. She's I've the happiest person I know.
0: <laughs> and I'm still pissed. Like I'm I'm beyond pissed because I don't do yelling. I don't like for someone to yell at me. That's not what I do. So I don't yell at you. Don't yell at me. But she was in there. Thank God. We, the music was loud. I mean, thank God for DJ because she was going off. And so the next day I'm like, I've got nothing to say to you. Like, I didn't say anything to her first. I just didn't, I didn't tell her I was mad. I just didn't say anything.
1: And then I knew I had fucked up a, a. run because I was
0: <laughs> when I'm too mad to speak, I just can't speak because anything that I say is going to be too bad. So it's like, I just don't speak mm-hmm that right.
1: was like a three or four day yeah event. it was a few days yeah, it took it me was, a few days yeah and I thought he was actually gonna leave me that it took me a few days because speak to her. I didn't I didn't I didn't know the extent because he was telling me like bits and pieces like as the days went on because he was like there's no fucking way you don't remember I didn't remember anything
0: <laughs> I still think she remembers I think I think she woke up was like ah fuck let me pretend like I don't remember this.
1: I'm done. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Now nah, she
0: knocked off about a whole handle of Tito's by herself. I'm, no, it's
1: Fireball. They got me those two buckets of Fireball, the birthday That's party what, yeah. buckets. Yeah, and I drank two of them.
0: The handles of Tito's was
1: the other parties. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted, okay? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> There's a difference in liquor. Whoa, it's coming down here. Yeah, and I decided, we did decide like not long after that, that whiskey makes me a little mean. Because remember, there was like a few other incidents where I got a little grumpy. So we were like, okay. But I mean, here's the thing. And those other
0: incidents, she wasn't grumpy with me. Therefore, I didn't care. (laughs) But But
1: I was making faces at people and you were upset at me because I was making faces is what you said. Yeah. So that's the same same.
0: Yeah, she she has a hard time. Sometimes he
1: has to tell me, he'll come up to me and he'll say, baby, I'm about to be upset. But it just depends on what level, what level drunk I am, that if I care or not. <laughs> like <laughs> I just, most of the time, I'm too far gone. Now he just walks away. He's just like, whatever, shall be fine. Yeah, yeah. But I've done better. <laughs> okay, you're right. I haven't. I've only done better since October 15th. <laughs> yeah, it.
0: You've done you've done better for since the last party. It was
1: Karina and Kenzie's fault because first of all, Karina was like. We'll be good. We'll be good. Well, we fucking weren't. Okay. Well, yes, you gotta we blame Damien
0: Fox too for, for the new tradition of Vodka Snowballs. Of
1: snowballs. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kinsey.
0: Well, when Kinsey gets drunk, she's funny. Like she's oh, like,
1: she's always funny though.
0: No, she's like, she's really funny. Like, and she's like, like extra fun. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. I know. And she I doesn't mean, get, she's not an angry drunk, honey.
1: I'm not an angry drunk. You were that day. Uh, one day that That's was five really, years ago.
0: Nope, I'm holding that against you for life.
1: That's fine. I'll never drink Fireball again, so we're probably good to go.
0: <laughs> Until the next person offers her some Fireball, no,
1: because every time I drink that, it's made me feel like really sick.
0: All right, so everybody who parties with us, I want to make, I want you to make sure that you offer her some Fireball.
1: I'm gonna and say see no. if she takes it. Nope.
0: All right, and don't don't lie and say she didn't take it because I know.
1: No, because Kenzie tried to give me Fireball one time. When she was here or when I was there and I didn't drink it because it gives me heartburn and a headache.
2: Yes, yes. I love Fireball, but uh, I need it with some ice.
1: I can't drink that. it anymore. It just makes uh, me. I only,
2: yeah, I can only take like one like one drink of the Fireball because I used to drink it a lot. and uh, It's the cinnamon whiskey. It yeah. gets get you after a
1: while. And, yeah, it's like drinking drink juice. You don't know when it hits you and then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, I was it's really fucked so up. Sweet. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, I know when it hits me.
1: No, you don't.
0: You don't know when any liquor hits you, honey.
1: I know, because I go from fine to not. Yeah. It within three or four shots.
0: No, no. <laughs> More like. <laughs> like.
1: No, I'm saying that's the time period of when I start forgetting It's the three or four. I'm not saying I began at three or four in. I'm saying I'm probably at 10. But by the, when I do the three or four back to back, that's when I'm really fat.
0: Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Uh Kenzie's about to try to defend herself.
1: What happened, Kenzie? Uh, I'm not defending myself. I'm just saying, do not ever give Damien Fox hey, Fireball. we got to shit about it. We're talking about Fireball.
0: Listen, we're going to edit that message that you guys left. And then we're gonna play that on the next podcast.
1: Now is <laughs> literally the best message. So No no just, we're gonna you know, no no we I'm gotta save
0: gonna, that. We gotta I'm save I'm just it.
1: saying the first part, okay? So I get a voicemail from Kenzie and Damien They're in Hito, and that they may or may not have been a little fucked up. And the first thing I hear is Kenzie say, This is my hoe. I almost died. I had to listen to that part at least five times. This is my hoe, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you are that's a term of endearment. Oh, I was excited that you said it. I was like, Yes, Kinsey.
0: So, you know, as usual, she tries my wife is always trying to make me watch something funny, so she brings me the voicemail and as soon as I heard it, I was crying laughing.
1: Yep. <laughs> And then the best part was oh. they didn't remember sending the voicemail.
0: <laughs> if Damien was saying some kind of incoherent shit in the background, I don't know what language he was speaking, but he was obviously having a great time.
1: I was looking for condoms. <laughs> oh, yeah. God.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to play that message
1: next Yeah, time. we should. I have my phone down here. We can do No, no, now. no, no.
0: We got to save that because... Cause we're, that, oh,
1: no, because they say my name and somebody I, else's I got to
0: edit it first. Yeah, I got to yeah, edit yeah.
1: it. Does it ever, yeah. it ever get to the point where you guys have such
2: a good time together and y'all laugh so much to the point where y'all got to go sit down because y'all about to get a headache?
1: We do that often. All the yeah. time. You know, like, it's honestly, and yeah. when we started the podcast, that ended up kind of being our quality time because it was the time that we could talk about all of our fuckery and we did laugh and the first like four or five podcasts that we did ever we were oh obl- obliterated drunk because i was so scared to hear, hear myself on the podcast i'd be like we couldn't even make it through the first five words oh my goodness we could not make it through the intro because it was just so weird to me to talk and hear myself talk
2: that's how i felt when i first saw myself on camera Like I had like a little stigma And then as time went by I kind of got used to seeing myself Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah I feel the same way now Like I still am not good at Making like Snapchat videos And like stuff like that And I'm terrible at talking But I'm fine with the podcast And I'm fine with doing content I'm just It has to be organic for content For me It can't be I have a really hard time doing scenes Yeah yeah, it sounds like a robot, but I'm getting better. I think Kenzie can attest Same to that.
2: Here. Same here. We're all getting better.
0: Me it's like, I always get entertained. Like if I see, if I see myself somewhere and I wasn't expecting to see myself,
1: mm-hmm. it's like, hey, that's my dick. Yeah, oh. I'm so dead. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> It's Your penis. Your that's penis was on the internet before it was actually on the internet. So, this is true. Yeah.
0: This is true. Hell, it was on there before I knew it was on there. My brother told me.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, hey, man, <laughs> this is you. Yo,
2: that's funny you say that. I was in my neighborhood one time going to get something to eat. And then one of my boys was down the block. And he said, hey, yo, yo, yo. I said, I walked towards him. And he said, I've been meaning to see you. I said, what's going on, bro? He said, yo, bro, you, you do movies? I said, uh, I do a couple flicks here and there. I don't really do nothing like that. Just a little something. He said, dude. You do movies. I said, yeah. He said, bro, I was home with my girl one night, and she put a movie on, bro, and I'm about to get it in with my wife, and I look at the TV screen, and I see your face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) He said, yo, bro, you doing it like that? I said, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm just cruising. I'm cruising. He said, bro, you putting on for the city. You putting on for the city. That's what's up. <laughs> that was the first time I ever had like a fan type of experience like that. Somebody actually told me they seen my movie before. That's crazy.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's that's uh, crazy. That, that listen, that had to be exciting. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie because you know, I it still entertains me if somebody ran and was like, hey, I saw a video of you. With, uh,
2: he was with his wife too. I was I was I was a little nervous because I didn't know if he felt the way. So, you know, I was very modest but I'm like, I don't hey,
0: listen, know. Hey listen, long as you didn't hand it to her person like, hey, go look at my dick. As long as you didn't do that, he can't feel some of away. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But he 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 was very
2: positive. He hugged me, he dapped me up for it, you know, he you know, I was
1: very happy. And that is fuck. Hey, listen. Good job, buddy. I <laughs> was like a good job, buddy. You're on the internet. <laughs> You're doing good
0: out here slinging dick.
1: <laughs> and, uh,
0: Hey, listen, that's a beautiful thing. Now, look, guys, I hey, we appreciate you jumping in with us, man. We had a good time with you all. Yeah, and
1: thank you, Joe, for all the comments. And we hope that, I know we got a little sidetracked at the end, but we hope all the things we said were informative and you can get it. And uh,
0: Did you say you can get it?
1: No, I didn't say you can get it. What did, did I say? Did I say you can get it? My wife is dirty. No, like you can get it together with your wife. Mm. Is what I meant Not like you can get My pussy man That's probably what she was saying I wasn't saying that She's a little perverted I w- No I was I was trying to be serious oh,
2: okay I was trying to be serious damn. I wasn't sure Sometimes um, yeah.
1: Thanks Kenzie for jumping on And thanks What's your name
0: Lord Yes yeah, so How do we Okay uh, so what Godfather, gonna Godfather
1: Godfather Scorpio the, God
2: Scorpio
1: God Scorpio, Scorpio, Okay I'm okay. like man Like okay.
0: <laughs> You yeah. got
1: too many names. That's too just
0: too long, long for me to pronounce. Like, I right, score I got Scorpio that word. Scorpio guy. We can yeah. do that.
1: Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you for jumping on. And thanks to everybody else for being on. Ooh, Anita. Hey, girl. Um, and Kenzie. Thanks for jumping on. Karina. Zulu. Thanks for jumping on. I saw somebody else. Blushing Vixen. Scarlett. Hey, girl. I just saw her.
0: You know I can't see that good.
1: So well, you're idea. scrolling really fast.
0: Well, here, you you work the buttons. Okay. I don't. I'm not responsible for touching stuff. My, I got big hands.
2: Oh my god, I
0: can't. But in any case, as always, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We really, really enjoyed. Uh, we enjoy doing this. We enjoyed having you guys on. We always appreciate when you guys jump in and share with us, ask us questions, share experiences. Um laugh with us verbally oh. berate me for
2: my stupidity
1: It's okay we're done it's done so. goodbye from the mocha <laughs> <laughs> fuck is
2: that guy